This is episode number 244 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. Sal DiVincenzo here with my fabulous spooky colleagues, mm-hmm. Spooky mm-hmm. Sarah Fade hey. and Nicole First Blood Rambo. <laughs> How are you? Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it is Spooktober here at the podcast, mm. and uh, back by popular demand. <laughs> I'm laughing. Popular demand. Uh, <laughs> Sal's popular demand. Yeah. Uh, Sal's uh, demand. My demand. Because um, these are fun. I, I gotta say, I, these are fun episodes to edit and, and add stuff to. But it's our uh, spooky <laughs> stories telling, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna have Nicole and Sarah. Um, read a little spooky stories from some items that we have here at yeah. the library. Isn't that great? That looks like the movie that we watched. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Birthing babies out of her head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the movie Men. The movie Men, yes. yes. Uh, which we'll put in the show notes if you want to see a <laughs> horror film this October because it is spooky. Yeah. Uh, so um, Nicole and Sarah will read some stories yes. for you to get you in the mood. Does that yeah. sound okay. now, um, Sarah? You picked a couple here. It looks mm. like, yeah. So we have a, a very nice collection of short stories, and uh, actually, there's something for everyone in this collection: romance. Uh, I saw a little a little short story book on Civil War stories. Oh, oh for who, Jimmy, who knew yes. history um, and horror? Very so good. I picked three out of the many that is available. So I'm not going to, obviously, I will only read one little piece of one short story. But there's Masterpieces of Terra and the Supernatural. It's a treasury of spellbinding tales, old and new. And then there is this one, Poe's Children, the new horror for anthology, uh, edited by Peter Straub. And there are stories in here by Neil Gaiman. Oh, and okay. Stephen King. Oh. And, yeah, so there's, it's pretty good. Emmy and then Nicole has one. Tiny Nightmares. Very short tales of horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like two to three pages yeah. each, so that's really bite-sized. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very nice. Sarah is going to read us a story. Okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's it, no, this it's, short story is, is a little bit longer because it is written by Neil Gaiman. Yeah. So it's called October in the Chair. And this is meant to be a taste, right? A taste. A taste, a taste. of a story. Right. And, and he says it's written for Ray Bradbury. Oh, for yeah. Reed Bradbury? Yeah. Like oh, it's like dedicated to. Yeah. to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay, right? I love Reed Bradbury. I know. So that should give you a little bit about the theme. Man, that cover is freaky and creepy. It, it reminds me of like seven-ish, <laughs> right? Uh, October was in the chair, so it was chilly that evening, and the leaves were red and orange and tumbled from the trees that circled the grove. The 12 of them sat around a campfire roasting huge sausages on sticks which spat and crackled as the fat dripped onto the burning applewood and drinking fresh apple cider, tangy and tart in their mouths. April took a dainty bite from her sausage, which burst open as she bit into it, spilling hot juice down her chin. Beshrew and circadur on it, she said. Squat March, sitting next to her, laughed low and dirty and then pulled out a huge, filthy handkerchief. Here you go, he said. April wiped her chin. Thanks, she said. The cursed bag of innards burned me. I'll have a blister there tomorrow. September yawned. You are such a hypochondriac, he said across the fire, and such language. He had a pencil-thin mustache and was balding in the front, which made his forehead seem high but wise. Lay off her, said May. Her dark hair was cropped short against her skull, and she wore sensible boots. 
She smoked a small brown cigarello, which smelled heavily of cloves. She's sensitive. Oh, please, said September. Spare me. October, conscious of his position in the chair, sipped his apple cider, cleared his throat, and said, Okay, who wants to begin? The chair he sat in was carved from one large block of oak wood, inlaid with ash, with cedar, and with cherry wood. The other eleven sat on tree stumps, equally spaced about the small bonfire. The tree stumps had been worn smooth and comfortable by years of use. I don't think I'll stop there. Sorry, you had me at uh, sizzling sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I wanted to be like, that does sound good. <laughs> Hot apple, uh, no, apple cider and yeah. yummy sausages. Nice. So as you can tell, it's the months. Yeah, and they're all yeah. personified and, and they're having some sort of meeting. And October is at the helm, so what could possibly happen? Like and it. if you want to know more, yes. take out the book, Post take out Children. The book. It's called October in the Chair yes. by Neil Diamond. And we will uh, put that in the show notes. So if you have a Middle Country Public Library card, you can click on the link and reserve your copy today. Yeah. Can you just tell us the titles of some of the um, stories in this other anthology that you the have Masterpieces here? of Terror yes. and the Supernatural. What, what do we have Ooh, in there as okay. well? Okay, so we have uh, the first one is Dracula's Guest by Bram Stoker. Mm -hmm. We all know, right? The Bottle Imp by Robert Louis Stevenson. Oh, these are all the classic guys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Transformation by Mary Shelley. And they're short mm. stories. Then we have uh, Moonface by Jack London. Death in the Schoolroom by Walt Whitman. Oh. I know, I know. Uh, Tennessee Williams. And then we have uh, The Christmas Banquet by Nathaniel Hawthorne, oh. who is uh, from Salem, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Music of Eric Zahn by H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, Riddles wow. in the Dark by J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, yeah, so this is oh, Rizpa by Alfred Lord Tennyson. So these are all masterpieces. It certainly are. What's yeah. the one with the Damien Gray or something like that? Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. wow. HP yeah. Lovecraft is in there too, so yeah. it's like a nice mix of styles. Yeah. Mm. So this is more like old school classical. Uh -huh. Peter yeah. Stroud, this is like new. Like, you know, this was... So minutia. That is like really new. Very new, yes. Yeah. Okay. So you have a little bit of something for everybody. I would take all three out. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right. So Nicole's going to read from the uh, Tiny Nightmares. Tiny Nightmares. It's a tiny book, too. Tiny book. It is a tiny book. Tiny book. <laughs> Physically a tiny book. Yes. <laughs> also short stories. We will put it in the show notes for you to take yes, out. Are, yeah, like Sarah said, very, very short stories. So, so yeah. I'm reading Which one are you Parakeets read? Okay. by Kevin Brockmere. Not long ago, there lived a man with three pet parakeets. Did you have birds? Did you have pet parakeets? My grandma had parakeets. Yes, we did have a parakeet. Did you? Yeah. I feel like that was a common animal. Actually, a common animal. Though. My did dad you? was like super into birds. As yeah. you guys, I don't know if anybody knows this, but my father, like when I grew up, I had chickens. And oh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the big bird. With the Turkey. No, turkeys are mean. Pheasant. Goose. No, uh, peacocks. Oh. Yeah, peacocks. Yeah, oh. yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> so you had a. So, bird. But he had, but he always had a, a cockatoo. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Cockatoo, so. parakeets, finches. My uh, yeah. my stepmom had finches for a while. Anyway, the could birds... you hold them? Because I don't understand the point of them. No, I don't know. They just fluttered around, and they were. I used to when I used to go to my dad and my stepmoms on the weekends. I used to sleep on the pullout couch in the living room. <laughs> And um, and they were in the living room too, and they just annoyed me. 
father yeah. did. Well, my father's bird, he would, my my father had this like whistle that he would always like this tune mm. and uh, the bird would, would mimic him. Oh yeah. So yeah. he was smart. They're smart, yeah. yeah my cousin was, had an African gray. Those are real smart. Oh, well they live there. You have to yeah. put them in your will. Yeah. Like, yeah, so that was cool. You don't want an animal that outlives you. Yeah. My mom has a dove. Oh, that I is have maybe yeah. It's a they. She got it from Petco. And, yeah, yeah. Not, oh. not in like an illegal I way. Just like I know it was twenty five, twenty six years. Is it an indoor wow. dove or it's an indoor it? dove? Yeah, oh. twenty seven years maybe. See forever. Yeah, forever. They live yeah. crazy. So long. They live very long. Yeah. Still, still alive. Still oh. doing thing. <laughs> Yeah. No, like likes he, to feed, likes to eat, you know, likes to drink and yeah. just make the noise. Is it your mom's body or is it like affectionate? It was my it was my sister's originally. Oh. And she gave it to my mom. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just kind of like there, you know, yeah. kind of like part of the family, just like hanging out. Birds. So now we're going to hear well, a Not na- long a ago, this man. <laughs> <laughs> three, three parakeets. Three pet parakeets. The first appareled in jewel tones of green and yellow, the second with a blue brow that faded into a creamy purple breast, and the third an albino with a beanbag-like belly. Every day, from dawn to dusk, their chattering permeated the man's sunroom, all blonde wood and arched windows. It was the most calming space in the house, his sunroom, but for a single perplexing defect. A frigid patch against the back wall roughly the size of a water tank. How was it, the man wondered, that even in high summer, at, 30, at 3.30 in the afternoon, when his shirt was pasted to his back with sweat, he would feel an alarming chill whenever he passed behind the sofa and to the immediate left of his credenza. Sometimes, walking in or out of the room, he would pause before he had emerged from the temperature well just to appreciate the sense of disorientation it caused him. Two-thirds of his body warm and comfortable, yet the ice lopping off an arm or a leg, a slice of his foot, the escarpment of his shoulder. One day, the man was polishing his hardwoods when, to assess a section of the floor, he moved the birdcage into the cold patch. A silence enshrouded the birds. Their feathers flattened. Whether through tiredness or simple absent-mindedness, the man neglected to restore the cage to its spot in the corner. And by the next morning, when he returned, the perches and wires were covered in a verdigris of frost. As he approached, the parakeets stood at attention. Try as he might, he had never been able to extend their vocabulary beyond a few basic words. Bird seed, not now, pretty bird, night night. Yet now, so quietly, he would not have heard them if the air conditioner had not clicked off, the first bird said, I don't know where I am. And the second said, I deserve another chance. And the wind here is so bitter and it never stops, said the albino. The man felt as if someone had emptied a breath onto the nape of his neck. A marshy smell rose from his armpits. He had always enjoyed riddles, even insolvable ones, but there were riddles and then there were riddles. He instructed himself to move the cage back to the corner. Do it, do it. But the cold of the copper bit his fingers to the skeleton. He flinched. He backed away. Without thinking, because he had said it so many times before, he asked, Who's a pretty bird? The parakeets eyed him with a daunting directness. Is someone there? Will you speak up? Let us out. Come closer. I can almost hear you. Come closer. Come closer. Let us out. Between the bars of the cage, everything was green and yellow like the grass at daybreak, or blue and violet like the last brush of the evening, or fat and white like the sun pinned in the sky until he reached for the latch and the darkness rushed in. 
Whoa. Possessed parakeets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what will happen. Wonder what yeah. will happen. You'll have to take out tiny nightmares. Well, we don't oh, know. No, that was the out. end of it. That was the end of it? Yeah. It's tiny. It's tiny. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So do they just... Well, he let them out. Yeah, but now what happens? Do they become the people that they were? Do they, are they just possessed parakeets flying around, annoying yes. people? Annoying people. I don't people, think so. I think they once they're out of that little area, you know... They'll go back to your parakeets. Yeah. Wow. Oh. They'll be like, mm, night, night. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just when they're in the cold spot that they're possessed. Yeah, yeah. And they fly out of a cold spot on their parakeets again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, don't. <Is> scary? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> he like, like puts them in his hand. They move. It's just like, please don't move. I was like, please don't move. I just, I need to so, Nicole, what other stories are in this book? Um, let's see. I can give you some titles. One seemed weird. Well, I mean, a lot of them are weird. Yeah, I was but, say, there's some international um, ones, so. Doggy Dog World. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are all like, horror is not my genre. And also, I think these are newer yes, authors. Yes. So, um, so that one's by a Hillary Lecter. Alone. Oh, they come in. I'll tell you the like. T- Sections. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, we have heads, hearts, limbs, and viscera. Oh wow! So this one was in the viscera okay. uh, category. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then there's Very head, cool. hearts, and limbs as well. And then there's these little drawings, like I guess after each like section. And the one did look like the movie. And, yeah, there are cre- creepy drawings. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Nicole. Yeah. And thank you, Sarah, for reading your books this sure. uh, spooky season. Are you going to add in bird sounds? I will. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yes. <laughs> add in uh, someone eating sausage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sizzling sausage. <laughs> yes. If you're listening to this episode, you should have heard sausage yeah. <laughs> and birds. Uh, Sarah, why don't you just quickly tell us uh, what uh, patrons can expect if they come to the library and they're looking for a spooky movie, where should they look? Oh, yeah. So both children's and adults have curated a bunch of uh, age-appropriate horror mm-hmm. and, or or October-themed right, yeah. Halloween-themed yeah. movies. So um, uh, in adult, it is actually in our new... Beautiful. Well, it's, yeah, it's not like mm-hmm. new-new, but it's new enough mm-hmm. uh, area um, near the large print section. It's on a cart, with, uh, and they're labeled appropriately as Halloween flicks or something like that. Oh, okay. And then I think uh, in children's, it's... Yeah, so our books are on wherever there's this like round display. That's where we put all mm-hmm. our like seasonal books. Mm-hmm. And then back by the DVDs, we usually have a cart or two of the seasonal yeah. DVDs. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Now, is there a movie that you watch every October, like... You know, last week we did the movie chat. We talked about Hocus Pocus. A lot, mm. a lot of families watch Hocus Pocus yeah. every Halloween. But is there one that you have to watch? Because they're like for the holidays, their mm. movie. I have a list of movies I have to say. You mm-hmm. know, like Elf Christmas. And, yes, yeah. so Elf, yeah. and you know, and all these guys. Mm. So, is there a Halloween movie that you watch every year, like Clockwork? You got to watch it before Halloween's over. Well, the two that I made you watch: The Thing yeah. and Alien. Okay. Okay. Uh, I watch those. those. Yeah. And then, no, it's like, I like to branch out. So I like to watch new Mm. horror or horror that I've not seen. So I'll watch those two. And usually those are on. Like, so I'll just catch them on or they'll be highlighted. So I'll be like, oh, classic, my favorite. Mm. But then I I do like to to see new and scary movies. Mm. Like there's this one I saw. It's uh, it's called Baskin. And it's uh, (laughs) a... 
horror movie and I should watch make you guys watch it. and it's crazy <laughs> it's if you like crazy horror <laughs> watch this and it's it's foreign so you'll have to mm. don't dub it just watch the yeah, subtitles yeah. but it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah that one was nuts yeah. cool yeah and what about you Nicole do you have like yeah. a no? no we were um like looking for something to watch the other day and uh cause like at this time they'll put like Sarah said like they'll put up movies yeah. that, you know mm. what I mean similar and like Practical Magic was okay one that's of not horror it's not, but it's nice. <laughs> but it's a Halloween-y. But you don't like horror, and neither no. does Steve. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's romance, which I do like. But it yeah. has the witchy... I aspect. have to make you guys watch something. I'll make you guys watch Paskin. Yeah. Steve will hate me forever. Yeah. <laughs> Why does Sarah always uh, make us watch these ones before bed? <laughs> Towards the end of the month, I always watch... Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas oh, because it's kind of like that, that crossover years. you know what I'm saying Can I, that tell you I loved that when I was little that was like my really? movie yeah. yes I saw that twice in the movie theater and I fell asleep both times did oh, you yeah. okay that's fine <laughs> it's so okay. boring oh, but I do like Tim Burton like yeah. Frankenweenie yeah. Oh, I haven't right seen right. that yet. No. Oh, is that one meant meant to see? Should I should I watch it? This well, I mean it's spooky, cute. Spooky. It's cute, but it's black. You know, it's a black and white yeah, cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you all for listening to another episode uh, during our Spooktober. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to listen to older episodes, you read our show notes. It's our website, mcplpodcast.com. Hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe. We'd love that. Uh, and comment below and let us know what your favorite spooky movie is. And maybe we'll uh, we'll do a movie chat for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>